So I actually popped in a a new Chicha Chong small tiny clip at the end of the instant reaction show. Oh, did I miss it? I listened. You, all what the way, was it? It was oh, the at last, the very end. I think I did the, stop. It was the last spoken word before the songs. Oh, I'll have to go back and listen. I think I might have stopped right after bye bye. Don't walk away from me when I'm talking. You got the to whole you. thing. You get a goddamn job get, before really sundown, or we're what, shipping you off to military school with a goddamn Finkelstein shit kid. Son of a bitch. What's up, Houdat Nation? And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Yeah, what's up, Houdat Nation? And thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff, and... It has become the norm under Dennis Allen that the Saints season ends abruptly after week 18. But unlike the other teams who failed to make the playoffs, the Saints have not announced any changes on their team structure, except that they feel the culture needs to change. Now, I'm not sure how you change the culture without changing any of the personnel of the people who create or maintain said culture, but we'll see what the magic the front office has in store for the next couple of months, even though we've received little information from the PR department in the New Orleans Saints, the fans and players have been quite vocal since the Falcons game ended on Sunday. So we're going to talk about all that. Put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show. We have Jason and Wesley. James has the night off because he just couldn't handle it. Uh, he's uh, so upset about the event, about the the victory formation turned into touchdown. I think James, <laughs> last I heard, he was on the side of Dennis Allen. Is that right? If, if, <laughs> he he would say it wasn't proper. It was right. <laughs> Unlucky. <laughs> Unlucky. Rumor no. is he's uh, turned to a life of prostitution to support his drug habit. Um, <laughs> but we're just hoping before next season we'll get him into a rehab and James will be back. <laughs> Now that was good. Ugh. All right. Uh, no, he does have the night off. It's we're recording a little late for which means it's way in the morning for him. Anyway, that is kind of I hate the I hate the fact that it has to be the lead story because we did trounce the Falcons in the last game of the season, and all of the trouncing is overlooked, or at least was overlooked for the 24 hours after the game, because the only thing that anybody wanted to talk about was the final play. Because it was the victory, and I, I, I applaud you all for y'all for making that the final part of the instant reaction and not making it the lead story. <laughs> it was very so, hard. Yeah, and <laughs> my thing is that, and the reason I'm bringing it up isn't so much to talk about whether it was right or wrong. Well, you you didn't do that. You you complimented us, and then you made it the lead yeah, story. See, there you go, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't whether it was right or wrong for me. It what I'm bringing it up is all the coverage and like the fake outrage i'm gonna call it of the people it's like all of a sudden this sportsmanship thing comes up like you're not allowed to do and i do get the victory formation and then the the trick play thing but i love that john Hendricks tweeted a play i ended up retweeted it yep. from the account that where the falcons did something similar he could have fell down on a on a time it expired oc human picked up a fumble and ran it back 85 90 yards 
game, the time had expired. Like if he lays down, the game is over. They've won right. by nine and he runs it all the way back. And he basically says like, this is what you're supposed to do to your division opponent. Yes. You're supposed to embarrass them. Yes. So no problem there for me. And then I like, like y'all said, I mean, the, the fact that Dennis Allen just puts his foot in his mouth and doesn't think. It's just amazing how dumb he is. The, the outrage is, I, I hear that Bobby Bear was mad about it. And what was he mad about? It, was it, he mad about the fact that, that we James... ran into the play out of victory formation? Remember, he was a Falcon. And then we have Ed Daniels, who's mad about it. Oh, I, fuck Ed Daniels. I can't, I, I'm not sure if Ed Daniels played football in the 40s when he was uh, in his 20s. Dude, but um, Ed Daniels hasn't been relevant since Jim Mora was the but, coach of this. Football right. Team. I mean, he's been doing Friday night football since like 1987. But, right. God, yeah. do you still do it? You're still here. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Daniels. Get the fuck here's, out of here. Here's the stuff that, <laughs> that, that, that matters to me is we've got locker room culture people like Cam Jordan. And yeah. as much as I'm not a Mark Ingram fan, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Ben Watson. Out, ben un, Watson. Un, un, former Saint. Ben Watson, huge culture leader guy. Um, and then, you know, new guys. Chris Olave is coming out and saying stuff. Um, Jimmy Graham, big guy that's, I mean, wants Was to be. Kamara? Wants to seem, it, a naysayer? Yeah. So all these guys coming out unprompted to say Jameis is the be- I mean, most of them have said like Jameis is the best team best that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is and crazy he did that for the team, and that wasn't a rogue thing. And the whole, and then Eric McCoy also like again calm, you know, except for when the quarterback yells at him. Um, calm guy <laughs> who's definitely who's definitely a leader on the team. Right. Well, we know why McCoy um, took took Jameis's back because he. But, I mean, there is not a – these guys have unprompted come out and made these statements. There's not a single player that's been like, yeah, I'm kind of kind of offended by it. And to be fair, here's what's crazier. There's not a single Falcons player who's come out saying, I'm pissed about it. What's going on? Only only no. the guy who ended up getting fired. He was the only one who was mad. Sh- Sh- Shannon Sharp is he got fired because he was mad maybe. about it. Um, yeah, like some of these. All, that, all guys, that's fake outrage. I think yeah, some of these national 100%. guys, the out, the outrage. Um, you know, mentioning people like get the fuck out of here. I, and, I just think I, I think it's hilarious because now there's this talk of and we you know oh Dennis Allen gave his press conference and Mickey Loomis spoke to the team and said oh things are fractured and we need to make changes if the that's culture isn't later. what it was that's coming we up need later. to get better. The whole the reason that you told us that you hired this fucking loser is so we could keep our keep fucking culture. culture. That is the that was the number one thing that you and everybody else who reported on this said. Oh, it's we're keeping the culture. We're keeping the culture. We're keeping the culture. Now the culture is wrong, but it's the players' fault. Get the so, fuck out of here. Yeah, and and I, here, here's the, <laughs> the big comment. And I'll I'll say exactly about that, Jason. Earlier this year, Alvin Kamara, when asked in an interview, when he was trying to hold everybody accountable and he was calling people out by name of to do better and you owe me. Alvin Kamara said that there's a, here's the big problem. This team has no identity. Nobody knows what the identity of this team was. Dennis, and you want to call it identity, yeah. culture, all that right. stuff goes together. Something. Who Dennis are Allen was asked the next day. Alvin Kamara said there's no identity about this team. What is the identity of this team? And he looked confused. Like, what's the idea? <laughs> well, you know, we throw the ball and we run the ball. Because- that's and then we tackle when they have the ball. That God, he has no idea what culture is, or or what he what he how he's supposed to inspire or lead these men. And we took a team that, in a couple of years, regardless of what you want to say about Sean Payton, he set a culture. 
and maybe that was because of Drew Brees. I don't know. But Sean Payton let people know what they were accountable for and let people know what their job was. And he got famous for saying, do your damn job. In a very short amount of team, this team has a few people <laughs> who speak, like Demario Davis, that have like who speak on that. And Alvin Kamara's had to a silent person had to it's, come become a big speaker to call people out to manufacture a culture. It's all been torn apart. Well, the, the interesting thing about the all right, so he said in the little press interview that change needs to happen. He also said he like he there was an answer he gave where he made reference to a bunch of younger guys even said something about like young guys stepping up as core pieces of what we're trying to build here is the, and he mentioned by name at perry rashid Shahid, chris olave and kendra miller is it possible that in his mind the culture that he's trying to change is getting rid of older players basically getting rid of anybody who was a sean payton player i can't wait to get rid of his guys like the older, like your Cam Jordans, it's not, like it almost feels like he wants to get rid of Demario, Cam, your veteran Michael Thomas, well, your the, veteran the, the, leaders, the, guy, the guys who Lattimore. know what a good coach is and who and who yeah, also know like, what a bad right. get who rid of the guys who have a frame of reference. I know you mentioned a lot of people. I think he's talking about three people. I think he's talking about Kamara. I think James. he's talking about Martian Lattimore. Well, yeah, four people. Well, James, James is gone anyway. and Michael Thomas. I think those four people. He wants them out because they're the ones that will speak up probably in that locker room mm -hmm. um they've been right. respectful enough when they've got their um face in front of a microphone in public but i'm pretty sure those four people have probably been vocal and here's a crazy thing he wants to talk about these young people all the young defensive ends and defensive linemen are drafting we're not developing we no, can't do they're, shit they're, they're they're not becoming nfl players um and then you've got the people he talked about at perry sixth round draft pick something like that that finally played at the end of the year and used this height and caught a few balls I, I like that but Rashid Shahid who we talked about was running wrong routes and getting yelled at by the quarterback on the middle of the field Chris Olave that dude's put in the work um Chris Olave is good I don't on want, his own I don't right. want any coach him. on our team taking credit for what Chris Olave no, has done no. right and Kendra Miller didn't play all year right at all right and now all of a sudden season. he's but in, in to to your point that like he's re mentioning kendra miller and at perry and olave because they are replacements for alvin Kamara and michael thomas i'm like i'm surprised that he's not mentioning any dbs so that he can also speak about them as replacements for a lot of more i agree i think there are certain yeah. veteran players that he is targeting the kendra miller that showed locker. up in week 18 if he had been here all year we win two more games probably at least one yeah. but probably two more because mm -hmm. we have this inept, could not run the ball, and we're always throwing on third and eight because we couldn't run the run the ball at all unless it was Taysom. Oh, it's yeah. just it, it's so amazing to me that like it's getting to a point where yes, like we all know Dennis Allen should not be our head coach; he should be fired yesterday. But all this now, you can directly point to the fucking management because like how are you siding? Like they're clearly managed. Mickey Loomis is clearly choosing a side. He's choosing Mickey Loomis and Derek Carr over the established leaders that have been around and have won for this team. I just don't understand how he can look at it and be like, yep, Dennis Allen is the guy that, that I'm putting everything behind. Like, how is that even possible that that's who you're supporting? Like, you can't be that dumb, right? I, I know that the Saints have in their contracts that the restructure thing is something that the player cannot say no to. They, they put in their if we come to you and want to restructure and give well, you this, yeah, it doesn't change. Ty Harley needs guys. that. Right. Yeah. yeah it, so, I mean, they put it in the contracts, but what they don't put in the contract is that if we come and ask you to take a pay cut, you have to do it. So I, there's multiple players. I think they're going to have to ask to take pay cuts. I hope they all say no. 
Yeah, I do too. Like I would, uh, I would be sick and tired. Nope. Thank like, you. Like, why would you? Like, if if you can clearly see that management is siding with this fucking loser over everybody else, like, what what hope is there for a successful organization? Again, a, a, as we get further and further away, we more clearly see that it was Drew and Sean that were the reason for all of our success, not anything else, not Mickey Loomis, not this other bullshit. And it's it's just it's frustrating because there's no okay. Like, I also like, want to circle back no, really quickly. Uh, yep. yep to, only because you made you made me remember a point I wanted to make. Ah, we talked about Drew Brees. Drew Brees constantly changed the play. Peyton Manning always changed plays. All the like Tom Brady changed plays. All great quarterbacks change plays. And all of us, and now all of a sudden, we're getting these fucking fake outrage talking heads saying, "If you don't run the play that the coach called, then you're blah, 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 blah. okay." Take fuck. Take it. So I think I think that's the second point. <laughs> that's going to be your new favorite drop. Here, it is. Here's the here's the here, here's the first point I just want to make is how many backup quarterbacks in the league come in for victory formation? None of them. None of so, them. You're right. You know what? Here's what I think. I'm gonna just go conspiracy theory do it on this. do it let's have so it i think that dennis allen has Jameis winston doing the just to rub it in his face of you know what you're not playing quarterback here and you're not going to take meaningful snaps and oh, even if somebody God. gets hurt Taysom hill's going to be the starting quarterback but you know what here go go sit in the field and kneel down because i don't trust you to do anything and you know who won this year Jameis fucking winston because he got the final chance in the last game of the season to get you you know what I am a real quarterback, and I'll call my own play, and I think it's hilarious <laughs> that all this is being talked about, and Jameis is never going to take a snap for the New Orleans Saints again. And, and that's and the I other hope... reason I think he he knew he could do it. He's like, yeah. I'm not fucking playing here. Who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah. What are they going to do, fire just, me? He, yeah. he just restructured his deal to where the cap hit will be different. Yeah. And he's still getting his money. He doesn't give a crap. Right. I think it's hilarious, and uh, I, I, I hope that someday he – actually tells the truth sometime next year oh, i hope somebody man, comes great. out somebody somebody has says, to it just makes me so it just makes me so more ang- so much more angry at the fact that that our organization is is like yep dennis allen our guy 100 well, he's if, our guy if, if Lattimore gets traded and then immediately with his new team restructures to sign up a, a four-year 100 million dollar oh. deal i think he the day he signs the deal, comes back out, and he's got to make a statement oh, about this. Good. Like, what I, it was I, like I want every, okay, I, I got want my every... money. You can't cut me. I got yeah. my $60 million yeah. guaranteed. Here's why well, I'm happy to not be Think about this, too. The call, the, speaking of the culture, right? What is our culture now? When Sean Payton was here, most players, when they left, they left on good terms, with the exception of a few. Jimmy Graham comes to mind. But he came back, and he still loves New Orleans. But I now you see, play, as players leave, they don't have anything good to say about this organization or about this coach. Like their the players are not like saying, CJ, GJ. I mean, yeah, I think that was, I mean, and yeah. again, look, I've, I've been saying <laughs> it doesn't it. fit my narrative. Wesley, <laughs> I have been saying it for years. The organization's not very good. We were, we were, we were fooled into thinking we were, they were fooled into thinking they were good at their jobs because Drew Brees was incredible at his job. That's what it all comes down to. Maybe so. I think that might be it. Sneak preview in seven months. I'm going to be uh, 
convincing y'all how we're gonna we could win the division. I know. Oh, no, totally, no, no, totally. no, 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 no. The first free agent signing, I'm all bound back in, baby. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool I mean, me twice. So I will say shame this. on me again. All right, so I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna be they a different video out I'm of Michael be... Thomas running a four two eight and he's <laughs> no, fuck him. The... No, I mean not fuck him, but like I just I don't need him on my team. Like we haven't played I'm, with him I'm, for four no, years. No, yeah, I agree. He's... Um I this is my thing. I'm gonna be a Derek Carr supporter or devil's advocate yeah like so i I mentioned last week and i'm going to reinforce it where i think a lot of his problems this year were either offensive line he had multiple injuries learning the new system and whatnot and you do it pete carmichael like Derek carr might not necessarily be the pathetic loser that everybody is making him out to be he his stats are average which we said 15th best quarterback is what we thought he would be that's what he is that's what he is all of his stats are middle of the road for the season i don't care if they're garbage stats they're still there and that's what we got from Derek carr what we said we wanted slash needed all off season we got that from him well also so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna maybe maybe help you out jeff that what there's a very good possibility Derek Carr in his career has been up and down where the first year in a new system, he does not play well that year. And the second year in the new system, he is a above average quarterback. Okay. Now it's all we need is one more year. He he start he started (laughs) off at least one more. He started off this year not good, but I think that we intended to be able to run the ball more and our we just proved like we we're not we could not be a running team. There was none Mm -hmm. of that. Then he got injured and he had a throwing shoulder injury. That from what we actually understand, and he didn't make these excuses. We heard it from other people, and then he said it at the end that he was not healthy until the last month of the season. And our and coach was too old, dumb he, to put in a repl- looked, put in the backup. Yeah, yeah. Too dumb or too uh, stubborn, yeah. like both. And, and also, wait, hold on, Wesley. I don't even. To that point, he, which is the opposite position he took with Jameis, with Jameis. where yes. Jameis he wouldn't put in because he had right. a, a headache. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. And then on top of that, we probably had some things about whether Derek Carr was. Um, maybe feeling bad about his injuries or feeling uncomfortable or being mad at people. And he kind of had this outburst that didn't go over well. Yeah. Well, before Eric McCoy yelled at Derek Carr, <laughs> Derek Carr completed 65% of his passes for 219 yards per game, 11 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Not, you know, very average, just right down the middle, probably average stack. After Eric McCoy yelled at Derek Eric Carr, 76% completion percentage, hmm. 254 yards per game, 14 touchdowns to one interception. What did Eric McCoy say? Holy, I mean, <laughs> like, to, and, and this wasn't two weeks ago. This is a month ago. Mm-hmm. With all the other stuff going on, Derek Carr finished this season right. playing at an elite level. They did play he, a lot of bad teams, gave, but those okay, were still good he, he, he gave played those me, bad teams early in the year and didn't play at an elite level. Right. I'm but just, again, but again, offensive line in the beginning was right. So the first two games, he looked good. Then it, offensive line problems were part of that. Injuries. And then it puts it together for the last four games. For the, to, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm not as like ready to, like, I'm not ready to. Point at him as the biggest problem we have well, we, to solve. We just, you, you, no, at some I point, speak, if you're a I can think fan, of two bigger problems because he's going to be here the next two seasons. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. nothing you but, can. But, but, so, but I'm not like, also. That's, but that's, that's also not going to make me depressed. Have any hope? Don't do that because he's going to be here for two years. Well, I, I see. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, we can. I think with the right 
offensive coordinator John, and the right culture, he could I win. Don't want, I don't want Gruden. I think he could good. look better. He could be better. Well, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Dennis Allen said, think, go back to that, change needs to happen. Now, my question to you guys is, what change do you think he thinks needs to happen? Or did we cover that where it's get rid of the old guys and play with no, his guys? No, well, I, I, versus what change do you think will happen? I realistic Carmichael, Carmichael Not what you want. Carmichael definitely gets fired. I think that's a no-brainer, right? I mean, that's the only thing he's really going to do. It's got to be. Everybody on the offensive staff is gone. Um, if not, maybe like one – now, and I don't consider – I think Jari Evans stays, but he's not on the offensive staff. He's like an associate uh, yeah. offensive advisor or whatever. The Waterboy can, the water can stay. I don't um, even think the Waterboy should stay. I, I also do think that we never see Lattimore or Winston or Michael Thomas. I actually don't think we see either one of them ever in a Saints uniform again. I don't think – well, Winston's not going to re-sign here, he, and he shouldn't. He should go somewhere else. I mean, I know he likes it here, and look, we love him. It's crazy how like the fan base is totally taken to him. Yep. He could fucking run for mayor and win and yep. win that. But who are you talking about? I missed it. I, I, I just said Lattimore, Winston, uh, and Tom, Michael yeah, Thomas. Yeah, I mean, Th- Thomas is probably going on. Which at this again. point, I, I'm I want Mike Thomas to go, not be stuck with I know, this Lattimore's asshole. Lattimore's the tough one. The other two right. like, makes it. I just don't think. I don't they, know, man. They, I don't. They, I don't want to fucking they, okay. get rid of Lattimore. I don't. I, I, I agree with you. But here, but here's kind of the thing: the same thing with the Derek Carr thing of just accepting that he's going to be here. So be positive about it. The Saints, when they restructure contracts and they move stuff around, they never do it on accident. And there is very clear tea leaves in what they just did with Lattimore's contract that the intention is, unless there's some sort of crazy make. Now, in this last season, Dennis Allen and Jameis Winston were at each other's throats and they made up and Jameis Winston came back. Maybe something can change. I think Lattimore's in a much more strong position than Winston was. They didn't do that. The exact wording of the contract. It is so Lattimore gets traded after June first. I mean, so that, that is the one. Like, if if, if Lattimore truly wants out, then I, obviously it's like yes, go get the run. I would rather run away as fast not, as you can from this dog shit. I would right. I'd rather not have. I'd rather have the chemistry or harmony in the locker room than the dissension. Well, we're and never if, getting harmony. Well, you might. I mean, if you get rid of the no, he's not. I don't think he's the problem. With and I the mean, harmony, true the literal the definition coach. of naysayer, not We're the stuck. new definition. Right. But if you, if you, I want to know what is the issue that Dennis Allen and Lattimore have with each other? Because this is a defensive coach who. Lattimore was his dude. Like they, these guys were bro- like they had to have been like tight and good with each other because they had such great defenses together. When he wasn't Dennis the head Allen coach. didn't make Lattimore better. Lattimore No, I know, but I'm just saying, year. like, how can a defensive coach not like the best defensive player he has? Because he's a loser. Because I th- I think because Lattimore is not the best player because of Dennis Allen. Lattimore is the best player because of Lattimore. Well, Lattimore is um, not the best then, player because he's been I'll, hurt for I'll, two years. Oh well in a but I think that's the second part. I think that's what the real problem is. It's not that he's been hurt, but Lattimore hasn't returned from injury the last two years anywhere close to what was the expected return time. And if I, I will say, if I'm the I, head coach, I, I, I'd say I don't want it's that. pretty. I, I'd say that the fracture was before then. But okay. he's kind of not wrong. I think that every game that Lattimore has said I'm not healthy enough to play has just been a F you Dennis Allen I'm not playing for right. you and 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 I'm sorry like whether you agree with the like Dennis Allen or not if I am the head coach and I have a player that's doing that yeah 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 I want him off my team yep I, yeah I, it sucks I, because I, I definitely back Lattimore on it but I get it I like I, I back Lattimore if Lattimore's coming out and making a public statement of right we could be better if we had better leadership and our head coach has not been 
But when Lattimore is making that statement by refusing to play for his teammates and for the fans, it's a bitch move. I, I, I don't I don't like the way Lattimore. I'm glad that Lattimore has stood up with somebody that's been a leader. This is not the way that I think anybody should handle it. Sorry, right. you're getting paid too much money. If right. you can play, there's too many fans that are there to play. There's too many people right. that have bought your jersey. It's selfish. Um, and there's too many other players around you depending on it. Now, I'm That's sure my last Isaac active Yotto's jersey is Lattimore. completely happy about it. I need to keep him around just so I can have an active jersey because I ain't buying no more jerseys. Or you could just stop buying jerseys because it seems um, like all the jerseys you buy cause problems. Well, in fairness, I didn't buy this jersey. Someone else bought this jersey. Uh, nudge. <laughs> she said, yep. Yep. Take, take take your new jersey money and buy new shoes. I was done for buying. Yeah, you know, buy some Saints shoes like me and Wesley have. I have my Saints shoes. I like my Saints shoes. Oh, okay. They lasted a long time. Okay. Well, 2011 called, and they want their Saints shoes back. <laughs> 2011 called, I want that team back. <laughs> God. I would do anything that was good to one. get that team back. That was a good one. Oh. All right. All right. All right. Let's jump into another topic real quick. Okay. Yeah. Wesley, you mentioned John Gruden. So Jeff Duncan did report via Twitter, that the Saints had dinner with John Gruden before the Tampa wait, game. Wait, let's just say right before the best two offensive performances yeah. of the season. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, coincidence? Right I think not. The best two <laughs> offensive performances of the season. <laughs> I mean, whether you, I, you know, I, we kind of hinted at this throughout the, uh, during the season in earlier episodes, there are issues, you know, social issues that the Saints would face if they brought John Gruden on I, you know, if you're going to fire all the offensive staff, do you actually hire John Gruden as your offensive coordinator? He is the coach that has had the most success with Derek Carr in Derek Carr's entire career. I, and for anybody who Derek has an Carr issue with is the things that he said, put him in the best position to be successful. Yeah, but right, can can John Gruden? Like, how much of a PR nightmare would it be if you brought him on? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. Or does winning cure everything? Win, winning always cures everything. Winning but always cures everything. PR with who? Yeah, like, I, the, I don't, I don't give a shit fans, about all this. Saints fans yes, are not Saints going fans. to bail. No. They would. Because John Gruden, all he has to do is be introduced and go, I would never apologize to a division rival. And then the Saints fans love him. There's no PR nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, well I'm at not, a, I had a. Party down the block, and like they were threatening to quit being fans. If Where are they now? John Gruden. It was a party down the my neighborhood block. No, oh, okay. And uh, I have a feeling that like all of my my neighbors are gonna oh, threaten to quit was, being was, Saints fans if we hire John Gruden. But then I think the reality is that they never will. Was was Deshaun, do you have was Deshaun sources, Watson at that party do too? Any, do you have a source that you can? Quote I have. I have a. That? Yeah, I do. I do have a source, make, but I'm not going to name the source. I'm not going to name the source. Well, no, I've got to protect my the anonymity of my source. I'm just going to mute you. I'm tired of listening to you. Okay. <laughs> I I'd cooler if you did. Um, <laughs> I just I I just think that you're going to have Saints fans who are going to be fake outraged, but they can't not leave because their entire identity is being outraged. I mean, look, you even had it on the on the other. You had all the people that were fake outraged that we were kneeling for the anthem. Like, oh, I'll never watch the Saints again. Right. And they're all 100 percent. They're all back. Everybody's back. Everybody yeah. loves the Saints. Regardless of what happens, you bring in a guy who yeah. wins. Games. Sean Watson gate. Uh, yeah. Everybody was quitting, too. But right. Everybody was are. quitting. And, and you, know if you wrote what? out this season. You ain't never leaving. All those people who quit sure did have something to say about Dennis Allen over the last two days. Mm -hmm. But uh, my whole thing with Gruden is I you, you bring in a 60 year old in. I don't give a shit about the off. 60 is stuff. not old. 
well, as a like, I don't know. I mean, I'd oh, he was a hot coordinator in '94. Like, I'd rather I want somebody '94 who, who can now innovate. My biggest issue is you bring him in he there. Won a Super Bowl in 2002 or something you, like that. You bring him in here, and then Dennis Allen sucks and gets fired, and then it's like, well, we got Gruden in the building already. It's an easy path for him to be head coach. I don't want him as a. Head and there coach are either. several teams looking for coaches that would hire John Gruden tomorrow. I don't. I think there's only one. I don't want Gruden in here full time. Because that means Mickey Loomis is so stupid that I think he would be our next head coach, and I think that would not work. And John I don't Gruden want read that. A, ran a good offense three seasons ago, um, and the thing that kept him young and fresh is that one of the things he did um, for the media is was talking to players, quarterbacks coming out of college to the NFL, and kind of giving them quarterback school, and then quizzing them on the new things and what was different, what they're going to see. So he stayed up to date on new things that are going on in the NFL. And I think he's an offensive genius. Um, and I think that t- honestly, we, we need something like that. Um, I'm, I, not opposed, yeah. I'm not opposed to a younger guy and something innovative and somebody crazy. I'd be great to get like a Ben Johnson here. Who's not going to take an offensive coordinator position. Cause he's going to be a head coach, mm-hmm. um, but something like that, I wouldn't be opposed to something like that. But I think that if you're weighing, the unproven offensive coordinator that we're the quarterback coach that we hope can be a good offensive coordinator versus John Gruden. I believe in John Gruden because we're doing it next season. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, for, well, for, 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 for the immediate future, yeah. He, with, and with, you know with, what? With, with, with Derek Carr with, here, with yes, we would team, be better. Well, think about it this way, too. For 2024, for this team, John I, 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 Hold on, Jason. I'm looking long term, remember? I know, I know. But with, all right, so John Gruden comes in. They, they need an offensive coordinator. John Gruden wants to be a head coach. He's not, he knows that the only way to be a head coach probably is to, to come to here and stick his toe in the water team. first, get the NFL fan base accepting him again. So you got to take a, you almost like you got to start it's, over, take an OC position for a year. PR nightmare of hiring him as offensive coordinator. He's a head coach the next season. Right. Like, somebody's already absorbed all the BS. He's already right. back in. Right. Now, now I can, it gives Let's do everybody, it, Saints. Let's it do gives it. Every, it gives everybody else. The, the right of way to just go ahead and hire him as a head coach. Exactly. Because the Saints are and we'll be, the, yeah. And we're and the Raiders now. We're the villains. Well, that, no, we're the shitty franchise. We're the worst franchise well, in the league. The we're the thing, Raiders. The Raiders have, were always the villains in the we're shitty franchise. We're villains. Everybody's going to hate, everybody hates us. We did a, we scored we're a touchdown in victory formation in the last play of the season. The Falcons hate us. We're villains. Hates us. <laughs> Sting villains. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. Um, so the, Panthers requested to interview Kai Harley for the GM position. Chargers requested to interview Jeff Ireland for GM position. I've seen some Saints fans. A lot of people are saying a lot of stuff like Kai Harley. You cannot let Kai Harley go. Why don't we let Mickey Loomis go instead and promote Kai Harley to GM? Or in general, though, but I, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I don't necessarily believe what I'm going to say, but I do want to at least I think we need to ask ourselves a question and answer it and defend it. Why would you want to protect by at all costs Kai Harley because he's this capologist genius? He's the genius behind fixing our cap situation. Has he actually fixed the cap situation or has he actually put us in this position? Why would you want to keep the guy that keeps putting you in this position? Well, he, he's done the directive that Mickey tells him, but also it's like 10 years ago, we were the only team it's doing his this. formula. Now, wait, now wait, other, wait. other, other guys are doing this. It's not as uncommon. Wait, the, the, the way that we handle the cap, what Kai Harley does, is not the problem. It's the scouting of it's the scouting and drafting investment. and signing bad players. The 
The, yeah, the way okay, restructuring get, Cam the, Jordan and paying the, him with well, all the dead. That, 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 that was a mistake. No, the, that was a mistake. The, the math on how to do it is his job. He doesn't say we should do it. Right, okay. Let me evaluate this player and decide if it's just, Ty Harley does his job as good as anybody in the NFL. It's not his job to decide which players. It's so that doesn't mean he's going to be a it good. It is his GM. job to decide how to kick the can he, down he the road. He did decide to trade up for Trevor Penning when they draft idiots and they sign people Penny. that aren't good. Like that. That I mean, Kai Harley's doing a perfect job. It makes the roster so bad. He's a good accountant. It, incredible. Oh incredible with his numbers and like he which does, is his background he came here as a finance yeah. guy yeah he, he too and i guarantee yeah. you he's not in there going oh well if they go hey kai we need you to make this 30 million dollar contract only be 11 million he's like you know that guy's 35 and right. a half and he's been uh he got i get that I get that. I get that i totally get that his job and is to- and if we lose him we i think we lose a lot of that savvy on contract and well we'll that is where yeah like the, the cap hell is gonna bite us in the ass I don't think he's going to be successful as a GM, though. Well, and, and I'm just saying that because I'm assuming he's strictly the numbers guy. For all we know, he could actually be a smart but, guy. But those, those are the two types. Of, there's two types of GMs now. The the general manager who is the scout that took the scout route and right. wants to choose who to yeah, to like sign. a Jeff Ireland. And then yes, and 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 <clears> if you hire that guy, you got to have somebody that understands the numbers and the cap, or you can have a GM that understands the numbers of the cap. And then you got to have a good scouting and yeah. regulation like Fair. assistant. Okay. I mean, it's uh the 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 problem for him is is where he's kind of roadblocked. Mickey's not going anywhere, and Jeff Ireland is the assistant GM. So Kai and Kai has already stated kind of stated that he's interested in being a GM. And he I, should be. Yeah, he's I have the best I, numbers guy in the league. I have a feeling that if there's interest in him. He goes to Carolina for an interview. I don't know that Kai Harley's going to be with this organization much well, longer. If, if I don't think th- that that's a terrible place to go. Why would you want to work for that old batshit owner? I don't think that's the guy to go work for. I think yeah. I think that is just like when Sean Payton was offered the Raiders job, and they're like, "Hey, man, I know you want to be a head coach, but that's not where to go be a head coach. Like, wait, stay a quarterback coach for another year." Um, I think that that's right now the the way that would be looked at. Having said that, there's only 32 of these jobs. Right, you don't turn them down. I think that's right. kind of that's kind of crazy. But if you take somebody like Kai Harley, who's so good with numbers that if you have negative one hundred million dollars in cap space every year and he does what he does, imagine if he goes somewhere that actually has eighty million oh, in man. real cap space. He'll sign everybody well, he wants. Like he'll he'll get him and he'll get him in this situation quickly because this is where he thrives. He's like, yeah, <laughs> oh, we, there's we, a problem we, here. We got a surplus. In this situation for eighteen years now, and it's again. Only well, it's a problem like because we haven't said, drafted good for three years in a row. He is. Four, I love the. I love the way he looks at. It's almost like a beautiful mind, right? He looks at the cap. He's like a lot of people look at the cap he as an obstacle from, to overcome from the, from the side instead of. Yeah, straight. he's like no. The cap is just a tool. It's, the, the cap is three D with him. Everybody yes. else is just this two day. Yeah. Two D. Um. Yeah. Excel sheet. Like, yeah. Exactly. All but, right. I don't. I don't think we want to lose him. Um. I, I mean, we don't want to. I just. We don't want to. But I don't. I. I think we will. I think we will. I think I'm we okay lose with Ireland. keeping him and losing Ireland, yeah. I think we lose Ireland 100%, and it's not to the Chargers. Um, I think the Broncos fire their GM after draft day. I think they let him stay in because he yep. kind of knows what's going on. After draft day, they fire him and they get Ireland. Whatever. I mean, we, we've done a great job, like you said, getting down. First-round picks were awesome at. Yeah, so fuck it. 
I don't know, man. I just I don't. It's weird. I don't have a lot of faith in what this organization does, but also, man, after the last couple of days, it's like I'm kind of tired of talking about fucking Dennis Allen for a few days. Like it's been it's been overload, and I I already don't like this guy, and I understand understand it. I mean, Twitter's been on fucking fire over the last two days, but it's like, all right, I kind of need a break from Dennis Allen. I kind of need a break from the shit that's the Saints. Yeah, it's a good time to take a break because we're going to turn right around and have to deal with him again uh, around the draft and then going into the start of the season and his not answering any questions and not giving us any real answers. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice. To, we got to figure out. I, I definitely don't want to spend all off season with every episode talking about like he's coming back. Let's kind of lay off of him for a little bit and like let's talk about some other things. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to put Dennis Allen on mute for about like eight months. <laughs> I don't want to waste my time with that fucking. I think the next few episodes we can actually just focus on the NFL playoffs, maybe, and yes, talk a little bit about that. Some let's look at some good football. Yeah, except the the Peacock game. Yeah, I ain't watching that shit. Well, you don't have Peacock, so I know you won't. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Final thoughts. I'll start. Uh, We've been watching Doctor Death on Peacock, and uh, Steve Williams. Peacock. Huh? Steve Williams. Jeff doesn't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> All right. No, we've been watching Dr. Death season one. It's new to us uh, and really, really, really good. Binge worthy. First season. It's an anthology. And the first season's got Joshua Jackson, Christian Slater, Alec Baldwin, Kelsey Grammer for some of it. So it's like star studded. It's really, 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 really good. Highly recommend it. If you get nothing else to watch on Sundays. Nowadays. Between 12 and 3. Anything, whenever you want, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a few shows, shows out I'm watching. Echo comes out Tuesday night, but I'm not going to talk about TV. I'm going to talk about an interesting story in the sports world. Tiger Woods and Nike have parted ways after 27 years. Ooh. Being together. Why? Oh, relevancy? Cause, I don't know, because he made half a billion dollars and I he mean, doesn't he, play sports anymore. He may put, well, supposedly he's going to play once a month this year, but rumor is he's... He's going to sign with another company similar to what Roger Federer did and just make a bunch more money because anybody would, would kill to sign Tiger. But it's, it's just interesting. You just think of Nike and Tiger together like Nike and Michael Jordan. I mean, those are the two biggest pairings that Nike's ever had. It's like, yeah, but also no. Like, I mean, yeah, like, yes, yeah. But, no, but I But think, I think from Nike's perspective, they're smart. They're smart to do this. Move on. Yeah. He's He's not... He's not as relevant anymore. He's. I mean, he he still does. He still is the needle. In I mean, he's a, he's a legend. I'll get it, but he's still the needle. But I, that's I not, not Nike's again. not trying to market as much. Like the money isn't with the like, Tiger fans anymore. Well, well, they've also they got out of the club making business, and maybe they're not going to be in the golf apparel business that much anymore. Oh, I think they would. Be. But they that's they definitely are going in like the the athletic runner type business and the the mountain climbing business or like the other other sports like. Pickleball. But, yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. Like we went to the Mall of America and went to the Nike store there. And it was all like now, of course, it was Minnesota. So it was a lot right. of oh yeah. It was running gear. Minnesota, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They got some running stuff. Oh. <laughs> and uh like Snowshoes, whatever yeah. that mountain logo version of Nike they got going right, right now that they're doing. But anyway, it's, it's, it's a big story Parkour. because like, the, the golf season is just getting started and that just Ranking. came out. So yeah, be interesting. Extreme sports. Tiger week. No, sir. I didn't like it. <laughs> All right. You're the only Wesley, one. Final thoughts. 
Um, it's pretty amazing that LSU has had maybe the greatest recruiting class in the history of LSU football, and it's going to start looking like one of the best recruiting classes of anybody in football. They have for 2025, they have the number one overall player who's also the number one quarterback, Bryce Underwood. They have the number one overall wide receiver, DeCorian Moore, and number one overall running back, um, Harlem Berry, all committed to the team. Um, they're all five stars, obviously. They're the best at their position. And then um, a couple of four stars and John David LaFleur, the tight end. You might uh, recognize the name because his father oh, played at LSU. And then a killer linebacker from University Lab, Keelan Moses. This is They're the number one recruiting class um, in the country right now. And I think it's going to end up being the I – mean, if it stays the way it is right now without other players, it's the best recruiting class LSU has ever had. Uh, they also have a wide receiver around. coming in from Edna Carr that I saw personally in the playoff game against Ash. Yeah, Teron, Teron oh, yeah. Francis. Yeah, he? uh, he's pretty damn good. I mean, he's not like a five star. He's a, he's a, he's a three star, but they respect him more than that. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a yeah. six foot tall, two hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, I watched him in person. I yeah. He's sixteen. He's six foot tall. He's two hundred yeah. pounds. Like, Anytime they run. wanted to score, and, and Ash is yeah. good. Anytime they wanted to score, they just threw it his way. Yeah, he lives in Wales. <laughs> That's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. You can follow us on all socials. Just search for Dome Patrol podcast. If you want to participate in game day chats, you can send us a DM and we'll get your invitation to the Dome Patrol Discord server. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating, comment, set up auto-download so you can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkey. Bye-bye, tiger, Nike, donkey. And say bye-bye, Wesley. Oh, will the saints go marching in? Oh, when the saints go marching in? Oh, how I want to be there on that morning when the saints go marching. When the trumpet sounds its call, when the trumpet sounds its call, oh, how I want to be in that number. When the trumpet sounds its call, when the saints go marching in. Some say, some say this world of trouble Is the only world we'll ever see 
But I'm waiting for that morning when the new world is revealed. Oh, when the new world is revealed. Oh, when the new world is revealed. Lord, how I want to be there on that morning when the new world is revealed. Oh, when I sing, when I sing, marching in, when I sing, oh, marching in, Lord, I Lord, I want. Lord, how I want to be in that number. To be in that number when the saints go marching. The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.